Is there such a thing? Can you really be too hot? <laughs> the subject of the day. Mauricio. Okay. Oh, Mauricio. That's, 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 that's mysterious. That, is that's that your middle name? No, that's just... Mauricio's good. Yeah, we're going to use that. Okay, okay. Mauricio, Mauricio is good. Once you get another person out. Yeah, an ultra eagle. It sounds like a Mexican novella. Juan Carlos Mauricio the Third. Gonzalez Morales Rodriguez. You can say like five sentences when you're saying that. Same one name. Your name is your family tree. Yeah. There's a lot to carry around. Bada bing, bada boom. These are the gay days of our lives. I'm Tom. Speaking to you on uh, the far, I'm speaking to you from the near left side of the stereo spectrum today. And I'm Daniel. And where are you on the spectrum today? I'm, I would say dead center today. Well, I'm sorry to report that I have put you on the far right where I always put you. <laughs> Ooh, okay. But I don't do that as a political thing. Somebody has to be on the far right. Otherwise, it's all loaded up on one side. So, so. hey, you know, if I, if I can't be on the left, I'll be on the right. Okay, and also with us, just live with it. I'm Carl. And I'm on the pan left. You're on the near because it's pan left. We call our show pan left. You are on the near. Uh, you're on the near left. Near no, you're on the far left. I'm sorry, you're on the far left. Far left, I like. And our special guest. I should have introduced you first, but I saved you for last. That's okay. So the, I am Mauricio, and right as of now, I'm in right in the middle. We'll say. You're right in the middle. Mm -hmm. You're. I have you on the near uh, right. I have you slightly off center. So that way we have a stereo. So if someone has a quad set up, does this? No. Really if you put ear, but the whole point is, if most a lot of people listen on earbuds, they hear a spread of sound. It's not just all jammed together. That's what. That's my idea. So okay. Well, Mauricio, thank you for being with us. Here yeah, today. we've had two. We too much technical nonsense here yes jump right in yeah no i'm just so, i'm so glad that we have a, another special guest on here on our show <laughs> we've had quincy and we've had bobby and now mauricio and now mauricio now we've threatened to do the show uh with our clothes off and we have pretended to but today what is our state of clothing, Mauricio? Today we can't. We're in our birthday suits. Okay, all of us. Yes, sir. So, if you're going to be offended by uh, any of that, you can turn it off right now. There's no pictures; it's just sound. But this might be a little bit more frank discussion than we've had before. Mm -hmm. And again, if you're if you want to hear frank discussion, stay tuned. If you don't, well, you can catch us next time. And today is a really big day what just happened president biden president-elect biden was just announced i thought you were going to say biden bing biden boom oh there we go that's a good one mm -hmm. our signature open is bada bing bada boom is oh, done nice. by yeah so this yeah. was funny um so i so i sent a message to um, a couple friends this morning saying good morning and the response overwhelmingly was wood morning. Wood, <laughs> wood, wood morning. Wood, wood morning with a couple <laughs> winky faces. Oh, that's good. Yes. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. 
Well, there's been uh, what I call anhedonia. It's a psychological term. Do you know that psychological term? I don't know, but I can put it away in my epistemological... Yes. We try to use big words on our show whenever possible. Anhedonia is the uh, psychological state of not enjoying anything pleasurable. That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. And do you think people, do, do you know people who've kind of lost interest in pleasure things? Yeah, in pleasure. Do you know anyone like that? No, I think with most things, when you do it, when it becomes familiar, it kind of loses the fun. So I think that's when it becomes almost too much of a routine instead of a spontaneous thing, that's when the the fun comes out of it. Okay. Okay. So could you ever have too much sex then? No, because there's multiple partners that you can have and also different with with the same partners you could try different uh different uh different things to broaden your horizons and experiences. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> er, like every sexual experience is different mm-hmm. even with the same partner. Yeah. But the same experience over and over with the same partner can get dull. And, and take away the pleasure. Now, are you partnered right now, Mauricio? Definitely not. Not. <laughs> and that's you like it that way? Yes. Is that right? Now, what is there some big news going on with you? Just to diverge for a moment here, away from uh, our t- current topic, but d- are you in a flux, a state of flux right now? What's going on? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, well, obviously, everyone kind of is with what's going on, but... Uh, recently, I got promoted, and my new position is. Thank you. My new position is well, it's a uh, it's 100% online with the state of the, how the world is. So I will be relocating to Colorado in the near future. Oh wow! So it's relocating by choice or because it's a new experience with a whole different pool of potential sexual partners. Both. <laughs> a little bit of both. Well, well your was out there. Your uh, your Facebook page shows pictures of you in Colorado. Are you from there? Or did you used to live there? Yeah. Well, my family is there, and I grew up there. So I was born in California, but we moved to Colorado when I was five. So um, that's what I'm, you remember. Yeah. So I'm 33 years old. So 25 plus years of my life have been in Colorado. So. When did you move to Tucson? I moved to Tucson like four years ago, three years ago for a promotion. Okay. So, so it's just kind of job there. brought me back, brought me here, and uh, job's gonna take me away. <laughs> and you're smiling when you say that. You're not frowning when you say that. You seem happy no. about it. You know, I I, lo- I love the desert. And I like Tucson, but I guess kind of like how we were saying, if something gets old and repetitive. I kind of feel like it's ready. It's a time for me to leave Tucson. Wouldn't mind necessarily coming back later, but I think uh, some time away from here would be very beneficial for me. Well, you know, that happens fairly often. People leave here, go elsewhere, uh, make them their mark, whatever it's going to be, and then come back here where they know the place, they've fallen in love with it, and they want to settle down again. That reminds me of a movie quote from The Godfather. I don't know, I don't remember which Godfather, but the line goes a little something like this. I thought I was out, and they pulled me back in. (laughs) It's similar to Tucson. You thought you were out of Tucson, but it pulls you back. (laughs) 
A line from a Ray Charles song comes to mind, though, to me. As I was watching you, Mauricio, describe the Colorado and the Tucson uh, transition, you had that far away look in your eye. <laughs> you, were looking, you were looking out the window at the sky, talking about Colorado and the desert, and you had that far away look in your eye. So. Someday we might do video. You didn't bring your gimbal, did you? Not today. No, we keep threatening to set up a camera and do a gimbal, but anyway. Cool. Now, back to the idea of multiple sexual partners and multiple positions. Your relocation to Colorado will bring you back into contact with previous people that you know or all new people or what? Oh, a little bit of both. I mean, obviously, like, I'll, I'll actually, you know, I'll be in... I'll be staying with my parents, which they're about three hours south of Denver. But, you know, I lived in Denver for five years, uh, you know, after college. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of people that I know there. But, I mean, that's one of the fastest growing cities in the U.S. So there is a lot of others that have moved there and all that jazz. So if you, and I'm going to use the word play, I'd been thinking about this before we started this show. What is play in Spanish? Jugar. Jugar, yeah. J? No. L, it doesn't start L. with a J? It starts with a double L. Yes, right? Or, oh, never mind. J. Oh, never J. Mind. I want to say it's J-U-G-A-R. Okay. Jugar. J-U-G-A-R? Yeah. Okay, because in French... Like sugar, but with a J. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, in French, it's J-O-U-E-R. And I don't know what it is in Latin, but I bet it starts with J-U, because those are both yeah, romance well, languages. Yeah, and it's, and yeah, Latin derives from it, so. So, my point is that in the gay days of our lives, those of us who live gay days of, <laughs> of our, our lives, lives, gay <laughs> lives in our day, play, the word play is thrown around a lot. Yes. What does that, what, is, what does play mean? In the gay sexual context, what that could I, mean? I don't even think it has to be gay sexual context. It just means like, do you play? And it's open for interpretation mm -hmm. because it can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. For example, when I was in Palm Springs, there was a couple I met, and they were kind of ambivalent about their sexual preference in regards to each other or, uh, in, general? or in general so uh, the question I asked them I was like well do you guys play I didn't necessarily mean that do you play together do you play independently or do you play with anybody mm -hmm. and they're like yes you know they the answer to that was yes we do and I said all right well what do you do you know it's an open-ended question yes free for inter in, interpretation any way you want and a conversation starter. I agree. And it's just like on Grinder, for example, when you ask somebody, what are you into? <laughs> right? That's yeah. a great open-ended question. What are you into sexually? What are you into personally? Hobbies, etc. Would you all it agree? It on how you take it. Yes. Yeah. Right. Do you think... Straight people use the word play in the same sense that we do. If, if two straight people, two, if a hetero couple, or not even a couple yet, would the man ask the woman or the woman ask the man, so do you play 
as an opening question early on before they even meet each other? No. No. Mm -hmm. That's a thing that we ask each other. Yeah, we're just more, uh, I mean, I think there's more women that are starting to become a little more upfront as, you know, the and women independence and all that's like, you know, kind of evolving. But men are just much more open with when it comes to sexual, it's much more like a, like a handshake or a greeting versus women tend to have a much deeper connection with it. I, I think today we're on a Whoa. movie quote kind of. <laughs> Why deal. do you have another one? Well, they, they just keep coming out. They now. just keep coming out. What is it now? You know, so um, there is a line in the movie Fight Club. It's, oh. Yes, I know. You, have you seen that? No. With they, Brad Pitt. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's a it's a great movie. I know. And Do you know anything about it? I know a lot about it, but I, I haven't watched it. Oh, really? I you like know it. a lot about it, but you haven't watched it. Yeah, I'm a. I kind of live under a rock. I kind of keep to myself a lot, so huh. you know. Okay. But anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. You want to go? Oh, ahead? Well, the yeah. um, the um, the line that I'm thinking of in Fight Club goes a little something like this: that a condom is today's glass slipper. When mm. you're meeting someone, <laughs> what? Yeah, like you know how Cinderella falls and the glass. Oh, we know. Yeah. 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 If you yeah. consider sex to be an individual or even a group sport, team sport, then what you're doing when you're playing is finding out who you can play form with, a team with. Yeah. Who who works for you? Yeah. There wouldn't be tops if there weren't bottoms, and there wouldn't be bottoms if there weren't tops. And people are versatile. I think. Yeah, when people quote unquote do play, it, you know there was there was a group that I hung out with in here in town, and um, they would say, well, are there going to be equal? Is there going to be an equal ratio of tops and bottoms, or this or that or whatever? And the the person that kind of organized the group said, no, everybody just kind of self selects. You know what they are for that day, or yeah, you night. can't coordinate that. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, you can try, but it's very difficult. Yeah, you just need to well, kind you of get this at places like Palm Springs and mm -hmm. these, gay, these gay magnets, where someone is leaving town because I'm sick of this place. It's nothing but bottoms, kind of. Thing. <laughs> that reminds me of Seattle. <laughs> That's every city. <laughs> I'm kidding. So what does that tell us? I, yeah, I think there's a big lesson there. If, if there's a huge number of gay men... Tops are an endangered species. Okay, well, how can be, that be? And we should be worshipped to the <laughs> fullest extent. Well, okay. it also means, I mean, right. if, if you think about it, I mean, a bottom can have, you know, multiple partners uh, at a match much more sustainable rate than a top can. I agree. And Whoa. just like I have just, to wrap my head around that. Just yeah. like tops, for example, um, you know, you can have a sexual encounter with someone and you may or may not want to finish mm -hmm. with that particular someone because there could be more another yes. opportunity. Exactly. And if you Experience. finish and if you finish, it's, and you're, it's you're kind of over. it's kind of game over versus where a bottom like, hey, okay, we got that one's done. Let's go to the next one. Okay, I I hmm. put a name to that. I call it uh, cruise edging. Cruise edging. Okay. <laughs> that, that you go for hours and hours and hours with kind of playing around, but not going through with not it. completing okay. the task. If you if you go through with it, right, then game over. 
I like for that. some yeah Cru- cruise edging I think we just made a term in urban fact, dictionary here we come what uh, what we need to do is make a movie now with the title called cruise, cruise edging. edging I love it yeah yeah would you like to be in it? Sure, I'll okay. star in it. Mauricio, <laughs> Mauricio will star. <laughs> it could be just unzipping your pants and wagging your dick around behind a bush, or it could be uh, watching, participating, yourself in a parking lot before you. You know, you know this was interesting. I was uh, driving around town. In which of your cars? Yeah, the Lincoln actually. And the there Lincoln. Was a, okay. There was a guy pissing on the side of the road. And let it out. Let he let, let it, it all hang out for Day- everyone to see. Was this daytime or nighttime? Yeah, daytime. And what was the exact address? Let me get a pencil. <laughs> what, Downtown. In town. Yes, in town. Did, it, it did, was, he have, did he have reasons to be proud? Yeah, it wasn't bad looking. It was. It was <laughs> nice. It was. It was nice. Well, but okay, it, that, that's part of it. And and there, it, there are all these subtle things that each of us has that heightens our awareness of being physical. There was a piece of me, though, because, I mean, there were, I, I do look at a, a lot of porn, so I've seen a lot of penises, but there, there was a time, like, because, you know, when you're looking at porn on your phone, computer, or whatever, it's just kind of, that's what you expect to see, and it took me a second for me to realize, like, this is real life. This is a guy, you know, in the side of a road, you know, letting his dick Are hang. we Fly. sure... I was just saying, laying it fly. Yeah, yeah. Are we sure this was not a homeless person who was uh, no, not it, it, he paying had his attention? door open. He he had his door oh. open, peeing on the side of the road. Oh, well, like well, in, the business, go, in a mean, business yeah. area, though. It wasn't like he was trying to be discreet about it. And I actually waved at him too. Well, <laughs> and he waved he, back at he, me. He you waved a few drinks. You waved at him. It lowered inhibition. Yeah, he, you know? he wanted people to see his yeah, dick. Yeah, well, and there's and there's people that might get yeah they might get turned on. He's know? like you know he gets turned on by people watching or or showing off or whatever well, you know. It might be just that little like testing like the water. Battery. Yeah. Yeah. And puts you forward a little bit. And I couldn't recognize every him. Time. He was you know wearing a mask and a jacket. And he was wearing a mask. And a mask and a hat. So it's like. Oh. Couldn't track him down even if I wanted to. And what kind of <laughs> color turned out? Trans coat. But it was. We're saying it was not like that. No. He was no. not a homeless person. He was not a what we used to call a flasher. Well, that's no, when we. That's when you need to do a U-turn and investigate. I know. Yeah. I, thought, I thought about it. I thought about it, but then. And use your fake badge to apprehend him. Well, everything now is you know so recordable on your phone it you is, know, is click it? Of a yeah. button yeah. I thought ah dang I should have taken a picture what sort of car <laughs> what sort of car was this that he was in he was it was a like Ford Explorer an it was Explorer a, it, was a, it was a good size SUV huh. okay and this was how how long ago was this a week ago a week and whoa ago. okay What's going to happen? Do you have a house here? You're going to have to sell your house, or what's? Yeah, uh, well, and that's part of the reason why I wanna when I wanna move because Tucson right now is such in such high demand that the market's actually uh, it's it's understated in listings and there's a it's a it's a seller's so market. market. So well, yeah, you know you're mm-hmm. you're in I'm the an business. agent. Oh, you're, you're an agent. You're a good so. Yes, exactly. So I figure if I sell, I mean, there's a good chance that, I mean, you know, the interest are, our rates are going to stay low. 
Uh, they could start creeping back up once the interest rates start creeping back up. The, there's going to be less houses that are flipping. They're going to start slowing down the mm -hmm. rate of the demand for them will slow down and people will people have money right now. See, and there's actually a lot of people wanting to move here right now. And I think part of it's because, uh, you know, similar to my situation, you know, why are they going to live in California and pay $4,000 a month when they're doing all their work from online and they could just come to Arizona? Mm -hmm. So, where it's more yeah. affordable and pay, yep. you know, a quarter of that and live like a king. And then I think a lot of companies are also going to realize once once we go back to the new norm, once maybe yeah. something mm -hmm. happens, they're going to realize that how many more positions they can consolidate and they can be uh, – they can be virtual they don't have to necessarily be face to face yeah so i think this is gonna i cause us to evolve a little bit more in that size i i agree mm -hmm. brick and mortar is on its way out yeah unfortunately i mean there's there's some that you cannot you know get away from yeah I but i think that this has taught us all to to just kind of uh to find other ways and be innovative in how we uh and how we uh, how we operate. You have that far away look in your eyes again. <laughs> you can tell. Denver. No, when you're being philosophical, yeah. as you do very well, you get that far away look in your eyes. So it's good. It's a, it's really a good thing. Cool. I'm not razzing you. It's, I'm I'm just being sincere. So. All right. Okay. Well, I'll take it as a compliment. Oh, completely. <laughs> My God, completely. Yeah, Here's yeah. the thing about Denver to me is that while the rest of the country, a good portion of the Seattle um, cities that are normally quiet have been just in turmoil. Portland, Oregon. Oh my gosh, Denver has been solid for the last five been, years. Yes, there's not a lot of you know stuff going on there, and I think it has a lot to do with the altitude, clean air. The altitude. You know, yes. Hmm. I think it has to do that they legalize weed, and that's why they're coming to Arizona now. But, you know. <laughs> there is that, yes, there is that. Okay, they, it's different. They were among the first, weren't they? Yeah, it was actually Denver and Seattle, and they had, they had an incredible spike. But I also, uh, I, I think prior to that, though, I think uh, a lot of the people were, were noticing, um, well, they were, they were noticing Denver as a, a, a potential porter because, you know, it is actually it's it's the biggest city for millennials. That's where a lot of millennials tend to live. They call it yuppie. Yes, and and the and you know what tends to drive growth and innovation is is the millennials right now. So so the so com co companies and corporations are they're they're realizing that they're they're wanting to move their headquarters to smaller cities and capture this. In term, they're probably paying less in salary, and they're also getting better quality candidates. I mean, I mean, even look at Tucson. We have Geico that just moved here, and Caterpillar. Caterpillar. So, Caterpillar and obviously big. Raytheon, which is huge. So, so you know, cities, uh, companies are also looking to, to, to expand and even make satellite, or permanent, you know, uh, corporate offices in other more affordable cities. To provide their workers also a better quality of life. I mean, we don't all need to be in Silicon Valley and Bay Area and and be poor. You know. Yeah, I, in in um, six San figure Fran poor. Yeah, in San in San Francisco, making under two hundred thousand is considered low income. Yeah, their their medium income is like ninety thousand. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Now the town you're moving to, 
is a town you have lived in before. No, I'm going to no. move in. Yeah, I'm going to actually move in with my with my parents for a bit, and uh, so I'll be uh, just you know save some money up, and especially if they because. <laughs> Speaking of Northern California, if I if and when this is over and they for, have me go move there, I will be living in Northern California. So this job, yes. So the uh, idea of working remotely mm -hmm. from a, a home in Colorado is temporary. They want you physically in an office in Northern mm -hmm. California when this well, is over. I would only need to be in California for about five days out of the month. So technically. If I chose to, I could. Maybe they would pay for my, for my, you know, for my flights and stuff to yeah. go there. Or if not, I could make it, make the decision, be like, hey, I. It makes more sense for me to live in Colorado and fly there, once a month. <laughs> so. Have we'll you see. ever lived in northern north? You said you were born in California. Which part? Uh, Los Angeles. Oh, but, okay. But I really haven't, you know, I haven't actually experienced that as an adult. But I, I had gone to Northern California, well, actually all of California for several projects for work. Oh. So I spent a couple months in the Bay Area already. So okay. I, I, I'm aware of it, but okay. obviously it's a different story when you, you know, when work is not paying for all your expenses while you're traveling there and it's coming out of your pocket. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are your anticipations or your expectations at such time as you might be living in the Bay Area as far as your sex life? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's definitely going to increase. I mean, it's definitely going to increase. I mean, there's just way more... Uh, Supply. Oh, it's a bigger market. <laughs> it's a much bigger market there. So, and guys are a lot. They they have a much different gay culture than than there is here. And well, they just have a gay culture. There. Yeah, and just the fact that you know it's it's. I mean, I don't even know, but I think I read somewhere that like almost ten percent of the population in, in the barrier is 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 gay gay men. So that's just. I think it's more than ten, isn't it? I guess it depends on the zip code. Yeah, I think it, I think this was but. just overall the whole year. I mean, if you think about it, I mean that's that's those are two of the largest cities in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So ten percent of, of I mean, I'm gonna guess six million or whatever. That's quite a bit. That's a lot. You know, I mean, obviously you 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 compare it to Palm Springs, see, San Francisco and and San Jose have maybe only ten percent of the population, but uh, in where Palm Springs probably has 30% of the population, but it's a much smaller it's number. It's tiny, right? It's it's we'll just we'll just put it in perspective. 10% of of six million might be like 600,000 versus Palm Springs 30% of 300,000 is only t so you know you just yeah. it's not really apples to apples, right? So it once again do the math. Yeah, you have to always do, do the math. Do the counting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> counting everyone. Daniel, if you were told that you had to move for your job you don't have that kind of job but let's say you did and they told you you either have to go here or lose your job you've never been in a situation like that or have you no, no. unfortunately i, I okay. haven't but I, I would move to where 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 does, what is on the list of places you would not go to places of places that i would not go to yeah if it was Kentucky, okay, yeah, Oklahoma, yeah, Oklahoma, <laughs> yeah. Texas. It depends on the part of Texas. No, Texas uh, is Wyoming. Mm, yeah. 
What te- what was that little noise you made about Texas? No, Texas is, I mean, depends on where you go, you know. I mean, like Austin. Texas, even Dallas is very, you know, it's very, absolutely. Actually, most in Texas has so many large cities. Yeah. I mean, it kind of gets a bad rap, but like uh, if you really look at it, Austin and Houston, Houston. and Dallas, Dallas-Fort Worth is one of the largest airports in the world, you yeah. know, so you get a melting pot of everything there. And we know all the flight attendants are gay. Yeah. So we, how many of them are based in Dallas? Well, a lot. Yes. And there you go. There's a giant play pool right there. And it's also, you know, the funny part, too, is, you know, for, um, Texas is one. Of, Texas has all these large cities, and it's actually one of the most affordable uh, places. Yeah, it's definitely mm-hmm. one of the most affordable big cities. I mean, if you compare uh-huh. it to even Denver, Chicago, LA, Seattle, which are smaller, those those Portland, all those cities o- overprice it by quite a hefty yeah. number. Mm-hmm. And then if you compare it to something that's a little more equivalent, like you said, San Diego, L.A., oh, that you're playing double. So. Yeah. But if I were to move, I would move to Palm Springs. Yeah. Oh well, hell yeah! yeah I, I love Palm Springs. The the demographics are the right up my alley. So Carl, you're outvoted. You're the only one at the table who would not move to Palm Springs if given the opportunity. Is that right? Hmm. I, I suppose I've said that. Yes. You have said uh, that. A place near there I found I like is Borrego Springs, Ooh. surrounded by a huge state park. Not that far. No, our south. Borrego. Borrego. It's on the Salton Sea. Is no, that? it's not. Oh, I'm Where sorry. I misunderstood. It's it's west of the Salton Sea. West it's of the Salton Sea. By Bonza, um, Interesting. It's Bonza not Borrego's really. It's not what you call a metro part. area. No, by any stretch there's nothing there. There's dead nothing fish. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's this kind of artist colony. Is that where those rocks are? Those colorful rocks that everyone takes picture. That's in the Salton Sea, I think. Could be. I, I don't, don't know, know that area very well. Oh, okay. It is not going well there. Nice. Uh, are you looking no up Borrego Springs? I'm looking up Borrego. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> it's uh, yeah, Borrego so, Springs. So it's south of uh, India, Palm Desert area. Yes, yes. Yeah, it doesn't look very far from Palm Springs at all. <laughs> it doesn't look... But the question is, could you buy yourself a reasonably priced place there? Yeah, I don't know. And My then, guess is that it's lovely because it's high priced. It's kind of like Flagstaff. Uh, well, if that's the case, yeah, forget mm, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what's really cute that I really kind of like have like a little, it's like a kind of a gym that people don't really mention a lot. Have you guys ever been to Santa Fe? Oh, yeah, Santa oh, yeah. Fe. Santa Fe. Yeah. It's, you know, that's it's a, still, it's a that's still that still hasn't blown up quite. I mean, there, you know, what's funny is there's quite a bit of uh, famous people that have houses there, but it hasn't really, you know, I feel like Tucson's starting to blow up and stuff, but Santa Fe, well, New Mexico in general, I don't think it gets the. <laughs> I think so too. It doesn't really get that uh, that awareness, but it, but let me tell you, it's coming. Val it's coming Kilmer, sure. doesn't Val Kilmer live near Santa Fe? I'm not sure, but uh, Julia Roberts is, okay. is a regular. That's her main residence. Yeah. And doesn't Sam Elliott, or not Sam, Sam Shepard, doesn't Sam Shepard have a place there? Sam, maybe Sam Elliott does. Sure, he does. Yeah. There's a lot of really, really sure, nice things. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you say three hours south of Denver on 25, I mean on the on the interstate? Yeah, it's, uh, it's in between 25 and 285, so it's a small mountain town, so it's the San Luis Valley. Is it west of the 25 or east of the 25? It is east of the 25. So it's more in the flatter It's like central. 
Okay. Mm, no, no, it's in the mountains. It, it is in the, mountains. the foothills of the mountains. Okay. So it's in the it was it's actually its own little valley. Okay. That's San Luis Valley. That's where my parents live. Oh. So they have a yeah. Okay. That's where they grow all the a lot of the agriculture, a lot of the wheat for the for coors and stuff. It gets grown there. Are you concerned about being too isolated for this no. interim period? No, no. I just I have so many friends, and I mean, it's, like I said, it's it's a sh very short drive to Denver, and stuff. So. Oh, so, for your play, you may exactly. you're resigned to the idea that you may have to get in the car and drive. Oh yeah, I, I, okay. I'm well aware. I mean, there'll be a yeah. few of those, you know, closeted Mormon boys, which are actually always kind of fun you know those might get <laughs> those might get boring after a while though playing their silly games right, yeah let's, let's talk let's, about that do, yes. Let, let's talk about hooking up with or playing excuse me playing with closeted straight guys i don't like doing that okay yeah see it's it's kind of see well, kind of going you back know they are yeah, well, well, it's kind of going back to that that it, whole it takes a few times the experience and having new partners. Yeah, no. not getting bored. Like, see, like the whole the whole the whole being of like of hooking up with one of those that's like that's straight or, or yeah, not out. It's well, kind, it's kind of a fantasy of its own, right? Because yeah. it's like uncharted territory that you're exploring, and then you know they mm -hmm. haven't experienced a lot of things that you're showing uh -huh. them, so they they think well, you're a god. The, the humanitarian ah. aspect. Think of the service you were providing. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I and, guess I mean, you're paid back multiple times. I agree, but I'm thinking about what about the anonymity of of playing with a guy that's discreet because they don't want to show you their face they they want to meet in the back of a parking lot you know in the shadows no of 11 a.m no no no, uh, no exchange of I'm information sorry, it, it, the only nothing for me that, yeah i agree i mean I don't want to get robbed. I don't want to get mugged and shot. <laughs> yeah. you know? that's, yeah, that's part, part of the of, excitement, though. I sometimes, yeah. I mean, yeah, it sucks if like. I mean, it all depends. I mean, for for every good one, you might have like ten bad ones, right? Yeah. But you always, but <laughs> that good truth. one might be the one that you that just does it for you. Yeah. So, it, so it just depends. Is the it's a numbers, the juice, it's a numbers game. <laughs> is the juice worth the squeeze? Whoa. So. Okay, that's the title of our sequel movie. The, the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Yeah. Okay, that's a completely different movie, yeah, I think. different, but. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, but just a moment. Can we have a synopsis, please? Just a moment ago, you said it for that one in ten that it might be really worth it. It might really click. But if this is one of these anonymous straight if the guy's married or something where's it going to go it's not I mean, going anywhere and and but see that might that might you might be okay with that so there might be like people that are like you know what but no strings attached exactly mm -hmm. i just you know what you want to go uh, into we it. served each other a purpose that. thank you i mean you can't go in there expecting anything and if you if you do you're you're very unrealistic with yourself so you gotta be you gotta think a little bit so i thought that guy in the dark alley was the one <laughs> you know, yeah. but you always yeah, hear you, on the road to you, place, though. You, know, you always hear about the ones that do, you know, kind of turn into a very long, loving relationship. That does happen on occasion. 
where people meet online at a bathhouse or wherever. Yeah, but you always have to do it in the dark in the parking lot. No. Is that? No. Can you finish this quote if I start it? Depends. Of all sad words of tongue or pen. I'm, I'm sorry, you lost me. There. Carl, finish it. I do not. Oh, you know it. No one knows it. Of all sad words of tongue or pen, the saddest are these. It might have been. Oh, okay. Mm. Who and who said that? Is that like Robert Penn Warren? No, not Robert. Penn. You know, I, I got another. Mark Twain. I got another no, one of those. That. It's called the shoulda, woulda, coulda. <laughs> yeah, that that's the shorter version of it. Yes, shoulda, woulda, coulda. We're way past our cutoff time. We have a kind of a self-imposed cutoff time, but we've been having a really good time. I hope. Yeah. Have you had a good time, Mauricio? It's fun. Yeah. That wasn't exactly a ringing endorsement. <laughs> Try that fun. again. I just uh, I wasn't know I wasn't sure what to expect, but it was like it's interesting. It's gone by quick for sure. Has it? Okay. Okay. Have you ever been on a podcast before? No, but part of this job I've worked in sales, and right now I'm part of the learning and development team for my company, so I'm very comfortable speaking. Yes, so. we can tell. And you're you are no, you're well spoken. You're articulate. You have important things to say and. We're yeah. very glad that we gave you a little forum. Cool. Thank you. Sure. Appreciate that. And how do we generally go out? And do not say the final words because we skipped a key element of our sign-off last time. No, we did. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Okay. How's your singing voice? Pretty good? Not good. You have but to we'll do, give it a whirl. You need one line. The You're going to do one Little Mermaid line. Bird, that's my singing voice. I don't know what that sounds like. The Little like. Mermaid Bird, <laughs> the white one. <laughs> what does she say? What does she say? Oh, uh, wah, wah. I'm kidding. Okay, there's, okay. A fam there's a famous song from Nat King Cole from way back before you were born. Uh -huh. And uh, we'll, we'll just, you can be the last you can be the last letter. Okay. It's four letters. All right. And I'll be the first letter. Am I the first letter? Yes, you are. Okay. Okay, what's my letter? E. Your letter is e. e. Okay. But well, if you, you just... go on the record right now to state that the way it was played out last week, I thought was really great. Okay. Without the song? No, the, you played the music over at the instrumental part. Yes, and yes. The fade out. Yes. It was great. Okay, good. I think so. All right. Well, in fact, with, I don't like doing this. You don't like doing I, what? No, I do not. <laughs> I don't like doing anything. Okay. It. All right. Well, all you have to do is one letter. You only have to do one Let's letter. Give it a whirl. I'll yeah. We're all. It's already playing right now in the background. We can't hear it, but I put it in later, so it's already running underneath. L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one I see. B is very, very extraordinary. E, and I don't know my part. <laughs> just, just give me the E again and I'll finish it. E is even more than anyone that you adore. And it was made for you and me, all right. Bada bing, bada boom. That's it. That was good.